This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Afternoon, at the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's uh, Rob. I'm back. Big Sook's right over there. I see him. Didn't go anywhere. And there's Ryan Buckley. Hello. Who did go somewhere. Yeah. You were out yesterday? I was out on Wednesday. Wednesday. We had the Man. skeleton crew. We were like the Bengals offensive line. Yeah, who was it? You and Jordan? Me, Jordan, and I don't remember Ortner? if it was Ortner. Ortner or, yeah, I think he was in. Jordan. Jordan. As I like to call him. <laughs> well, we've got a great crew here. So whenever we need fill-ins, we've got a, we've got a deep bench. Yeah, we had to go deep into the bench. We were, the like, we were like the 49ers. We had our Josh Johnson. Though you were not able to come back in and play. You were. Yeah. You were, Am you, I Garoppolo? Or? Well, no, you'd be the starter. Trey Lance? You'd be Trey Lance. Oh. Yeah. I don't I'm know how that makes me feel. I'm not certain you want to be Trey Lance, but I mean. <laughs> well, you also didn't want to have that illness. So In this analogy, True. you indeed would be Trey Lance. Yeah. Well, I'm back now, baby. Let's <laughs> well, and, go. And he's coming back. Who? Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Him and Purdy. Um, <clears throat> we have Joe Harrington, 530. Uh, we, we move into story time beginning today. Oh, yeah. No more football Fridays, unless you count the XFL. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I am completely flummoxed because the NBA Celebrity All Star Game is going on behind you, and I just I can't take my eyes off yeah, of it. Well, it distracts us every year. Albert Pujols. Thankfully, we're in a new studio where I can't see it. Now I'll, I have other games on in here, but uh, is that a four point line that I see back there? I believe that is correct. Nice. That's the okay. Ruffles four point line. Oh, good for them. More importantly, Albert Pujols just attempted a layup, and let me tell you something. I can't take. He's my. He's Fascinating. Hey, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, Richard Jefferson's a refing. Well, now, why? Looks why like would you he's want that job? He's done that in the NBA, too. Hasn't he? Hasn't Richard Jefferson? He's refed an NBA game? I think so. I think a preseason game. Yeah, I think they put oh, him out there. Oh, I think there you're for, right. Okay. Yeah, he's been doing that whole thing. But um, Albert, don't you, Albert Pujols jumping might be the most fascinating thing I've seen in months. I don't know who any of these people are. Well, he could barely run to first base, so it's not surprising that he can't jump well. I'm not certain that he got up off the ground. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone attempt a layup and not be able to get vertical lift. Stamina decent, though? Seems like he's getting a lot of run. Can I call racism? Where are all the white people? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Ben Affleck right there. Oh, my there. God, Ben you Affleck. You asked and you received. Well, he's not playing. He's well, just, but he's announcing. He's on the broadcast. I don't know why Ben Affleck's on the broadcast. Well, but I think there he, he was is. just in the crowd and they brought him down and put a headset on him. <laughs> the 
They're like, Ben. Because they're bored. Like, Ben, get down here. So what's Ben doing in Salt Lake? Hey, by the way, that. The All-Star game. Yeah, he's probably. Wait, they're in Salt Lake? Yes. The best Um, is, too, that the. the He's housed. Look at him. Oh, yeah. He is so blitzed. The. Some of the T-shirts that they made for the the original ones for the Salt Lake game, it was SL, you know, Salt Lake, and then Utah, and it it just looked like slut twenty twenty three. Now there's Chris Tucker. <laughs> well, it's why just not? a free for all. Oh boy, who didn't think that through? It's a there's a there's some great early merch floating around, and I think they've since kind of changed it. They up. They realized but, it and they turfed it, <laughs> but it's 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 pretty good. Yeah. By the way, you know that the the two coaches of the teams are Dwayne Wade. Yeah. That'd be a cool team to be on. Or, let's see, I don't even know his last name, Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz. Oh. Well, yeah, because I think Wade and he are buddies. I don't care. There's yeah. no, no cachet for the jazz. Yeah, he works for in the having jazz. the owner of one of these teams be, yeah. the, be the coach. You really think there's cachet at the Celebrity All-Star Game? More than bringing Ryan Smith in to be your coach. I'm surprised that each year they get people that are willing to come out and do this. Ben Affleck should be embarrassed. But just, it looks like they're promoting his movie now, so that's what he's doing there. Well, the new movie is the Phil Knight movie. Yeah, I know. Which um, I'm all about. Supposedly Megatron's out there playing. I'd like to see that. Did you guys see the, uh, I'm sure you did, the um, Dunkin' Donuts, Ben Love, and Jen ad? Loved it. Wasn't that great? It might have been my favorite all-Super Bowl, and it was right at the beginning. Me too. It I was, liked that one. It was wonderful. <laughs> that one and the Bradley Cooper and his mom trying yeah, to do the The bit. T-Mobile. Yeah, <laughs> those were great. <laughs> Yeah, the Ben Affleck one, and this is going to be a controversial statement. I'm pro Ben Affleck. I, okay, I am too, but he's really got to work on his resting bitch face because, boy. I see, I don't think he does. I love the fact that he doesn't hide his emotions, that he hates everywhere that he goes, that, like, he didn't want to be at the, was it the, the, the Grammys? He didn't want to be there with Jennifer Lopez. And he lets you know about it. I think it's wonderful. But I think when he talks and stuff, yeah. he's he's great. He, he gets it. I love me some Ben. And Affleck. he's a good actor. Yes. Well, text line pointing out he is probably promoting the new Nike yeah, movie. That that's what we were just yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. They were just showing that on there. So that's yeah. what and he doing. plays Phil. Okay, Knight. all right. Tiger is a chauvinist, and I will tell you why in our next segment. Then we will be uh, getting Joey on here, and then we'll move into the club. Don't don't we already know with like the thirty-two mistresses? <clears throat> he's a chauvinist. Besides that, well, he hasn't learned anything. Okay. And we thought we, you know, we had the whole mea culpa. Yeah. He hasn't learned a damn thing. <laughs> but right now, the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Well, it's All-Star Weekend, so they announced the Basketball Hall of Fame finalists. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol, and Greg Popovich are the headliners. Look, I'm going to... So these are the... Are these the nominees or are these... Finalists. I was going to say, something tells me that they're all getting in. It's a a pretty good group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who highlights that. Other finalists, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, Jennifer Ozzie? Azie? Azie. Yes. A collegiate national champion at Stanford. Yeah, because remember, the Basketball Hall of Fame, unlike others, is not just 
the NBA. Like it is, it is all of basketball. Right. It takes your entire career in uh, in totality. Other coaching finalists: Gene Cady, Marion Washington. Yes, do you know who she is? Marion Washington. She was the head coach at KU Can't when see. I was there. She was a badass. Uh, also, Gary Blair, Texas Number A&M women's four. coach. Ben Affleck just kissed Shaq, and Shaq looks like he's gonna punch him. What else do I have for you here? <laughs> this game's amazing. Calvin Johnson throwing down though. Dunks with ease. Do the Blazers play tonight? They do not. I think they don't play hey. again until Thursday. Oh, that's a stupid All Star. <laughs> See, I, I'm a little, <laughs> a little slow. A little off my game. Now wait. Did they ever resolve that Gary Payton stuff? Yes. It okay. is all done. Who, is. Who's the bad guy in that? Golden State. They were. Yeah, Golden okay. State looks like a bunch of ass clowns right now. So the Blazers were not giving Gary Payton toward all shots. No, he took some pills, um, but not toward all shots. So they, who said, didn't he say that? There was a report from The Athletic. That uh, he said that. Gary Payton said that. Gary Payton said he did not. But I thought the toward all thing came from Gary Payton. Sources. It was sources, shams in the athletic, but it turned out that they so were. That was not true. That was not. So true. what are the Warriors bitching about? What's their problem? Sounds like they just are a little. They sound like a bunch of whiny ladies right now. They're still frustrated. They thought they were getting a guy who could play right now, and their trainers still think he can't play for a month. Yes. So. So that's the big. So thing. there's still a discrepancy, but the Toradol thing was a lie. Yes. The trainer. The the trade has gone through. And Golden State is asking for an investigation, and they're open to some of the compensation coming back. But most people think that that is hooey and that the trade is done, and that's right. the end of it. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors continue to swirl. The re- new report is that the Packers are ready to move on. Uh, they have confidence in Jordan Love and would love to build the rest of the roster with the picks that they get from a Rodgers Yeah, trade. multiple people are saying that uh, the Packers have told them, present your best offers, and now it's a matter of, mm. will Rodgers, because he doesn't have a no trade, but Rodgers basically has to agree to wherever he goes or he can just retire. So now it's about trying to find a landing spot that makes him happy. They said they don't want him in the NFC, and, you know, what's the, the going price tag for him? Jets are one that supposedly are very interested, although they're meeting with De- or Derek Carr. Quick, where do you think he ends, ends up? I think he ends up in Vegas. I do, okay. too. I think he ends up in Vegas, but I do think that it sounds like the very first team that was in on this was the Jets. The Jets are not going to go into next year as status quo. I'll take Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. One of those two will be the quarterback for the New York Jets next year. Genesis Invitational, the Riviera Country Club. Uh, this is, again, remember, the PGA elevated a bunch of events. This is one of them, so all the studs are playing in this tournament. Um, and right now, they are late in the second round. John Rahm and Max Homa are your leaders at 10-under. 9-under are Keith Mitchell. Oh, look at that. Lee Hodges. 8-under, uh, Colin Morikawa. 7-under, Patrick Cantlay. 6-under, Matt Kuchar and Rory McIlroy. Now, Tiger Woods is playing, and he's actually hit the ball pretty well, but he struggled with his putter today. He has won over, but as of right now, he will make the cut unless the cut uh, moves by a shot. Um, But they're almost done. So uh, Tiger Woods could be playing on the weekend, and that's good because, man, they're lined up 10 deep to watch him out there. Well, it's the first tournament in, his seven months, and it's his turn. His turn. Well, he's the host of it. This is where he he hurt himself, like the crash. Yeah, and he he only played the two majors last year. This is the first PGA Tour tournament outside of a major that he's played in three, four years. 
since 2020. Yeah, yeah. And it's first tournament period. Like I said, I think it's seven or eight months. And uh, are we on number one? What have we been on here? Correct. Number one. That was very broadcasting. Correct. Number yeah, one. Number yeah, I wasn't one. trying to. I had a little uh, tickle in my throat there. It just sounded funny. Have you ever tried out to be like a strip club DJ announcer guy? Uh, no, but I think I could do that probably. I think you'd be good at that. Sit in, come to the stage. Yeah, see right there. I want to do it one night. One night I want to work the booth. Why? I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of fun. I want to go over the top, like total chin dropper. You'd be good at it. <laughs> Tip the ladies. I also think there's a chance you would drive people out. Yeah. You would say something inappropriate. Probably. Can you really And one say, of the girls would throw a shoe at you. Can you say something inappropriate? It's a strip club. Well, you. if anybody can, it'd be you. <laughs> I'd like that opportunity. Eric, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, leaving. He is now a commie. Yeah. He has gone to Washington to be the offensive coordinator of that team uh, with no quarterback. Very weird move. He is also going to be named assistant head coach. And I guess he's going to get to build out his offensive staff. And I, it's absolutely ridiculous that he is being told that he has to get out from the shadow of Andy Reid in order to get a job. Whereas that he was told that basically that's what they're saying is that he is he needs to go prove himself away from Andy Reid when oh so that's the whole thing with him over the years is it's like hey it's Andy Reid's a genius not you but you know Matt Nagy and everyone else that came through there never had to do that yeah. so it's, all the white guys he is I think he's now interviewed for seventeen different head coaching positions with sixteen teams yeah wow yeah and now he's having to leave Kansas City to go to Washington and wow there you go. There you go, Jason. That's your Hot 5 at 5. Why Tiger Woods is a chauvinist, and then Joey Harrington coming up on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Joey Harrington will join us next. See what uh, we can scrounge up with him. Story time. We're getting into the, the, you know, the kind of the interesting months of sports talk radio here. Yeah, it's... Post-Super Bowl. Yeah, now you just kind of sit around. A little pitchers and catchers, you know, get a, well, little, get a little baseball. And the uh, XFL. Yeah. March Madness right around the corner. I, mean, I know you're excited about the Battle Hawks versus Brahmas. Yep. You know. Although it. I think they're actually playing in 
their own cities. The USFL, every game, even though it's like, you know, it's the, you know, New Jersey Generals, or whatever, they're all out of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, one central site. Yeah. What? Yeah. So why even assign city names to yeah. Are you serious? 100%. So the, the USFL, all the teams are housed. It, it's a, it's, they're, all the games are played at one stadium. It's all in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. So you can say that. it's the New Jersey Generals, but they're all. So the, Mike Riley lives in Birmingham. Yes, during the season. Wow. The XFL is based out of like Arlington, <laughs> Texas, and everything goes down there. But I think four games, I think they travel to the home cities. Well, there's only like how many eight. teams? Eight teams. But I, they don't practice there. Like every game is a road game. Isn't Bob Stoops a coach in that? I think he might be in the USFL. I get him confused. Like Riley's no, in one he, of them, no. and I don't know. No. But All right. yeah, so, hey. but think about that. Like every time the Seattle, whatever the hell, Sea Dragons earth dragon whatever they fly to seattle to play the game because everyone is based out of texas <laughs> that's how stupid these leagues are so did you see why tiger woods had to apologize I did, today and it's ridiculous wait what's ridiculous that he had to apologize okay yeah My i was wondering God. your opinion on this now so tiger is a is a prankster <laughs> he's like woody woodpecker he's an instigator i tell you golf is just so I love golf, but my God, it he, is. He doesn't feel like a natural comedian to me, though. It, well, that's what I'm, this is what I'm getting at. Golfers are such dorks. Let me just say this: if you go, Band of Dunes is one of the greatest places on earth. Can we all agree? Of course, it's amazing. It's heaven. Find me a douchier group than a group of four friends on the first tee at Band of Dunes. You will not find worse humor. Bigger douches, more braggadocious bros. Everything about that place is amazing except for the golfing group. You've got to admit, well, it's one of the worst well, things I was on the planet. just talking about that. I think you're talking about two different... I think the bro-y part, there's definitely that. The younger, bro-y, douchey. I'm talking about... Like, they're going to try in this Netflix series to make golf look yeah. cool. These guys aren't cool. They're no. all dorks. Yes. All these pros just... They're not that interesting. Like somebody told me, um, Patrick Mahomes. I, I forget who I was talking to. They were talking about Patrick Mahomes. That if you only knew how big of a dork and how big of a homebody and like the, a total bore that guy is, yeah. and he plays it up, you know, with his persona and his ads and and everything. But he's really pretty boring. Golf, take that times a thousand. <laughs> These guys just well, they're all country club. Exactly. Kids. It's like a rich white kid sport. Yes. They grew up with, you know. Yeah. They have such a cush life too. They they most of them not most the high end guys that you're going to be detailed on that Netflix show. They're all flying around on private jets. They have a great freaking life. Yes, but if you talk to them, they're just so they're so bitchy and whiny. Like because golf does that to you. Like you'll see that in the Brooks Kepka episode of of uh, the Netflix documentary. But Tiger is a prime example. Like he is the king of the sport. He is the alpha dog. Mm -hmm. He is a complete dork. Like, there's nothing funny about him. No. But he's gotten this reputation over the years. What he thinks, you know, he, he thinks he's a jokester and a prankster. Well, one of the things he did, he's really good friends with Justin Thomas and Roy McElroy. Those guys are all very close. And they were all playing together at Riviera. And it was really awesome to watch. It was cool. They were all playing well. Tiger's playing better now. And <laughs> Tiger was hitting it past Rory and 
Justin Thomas, which is quite a feat, especially with Roy. Tiger was hitting 360-yard drives. Yes, and remember, uh, one of his legs now uh, also doubles as Derrick Henry's ponytail, and he's still able to outdrive people. <laughs> yeah. it's quite. Look at Alex Smith, because I haven't seen photos of Tiger's leg, but it was the same thing that Alex Smith had, same surgeries, and they say it's worse. So look up Alex Smith's leg and realize that Tiger's looks worse than that. And he's out there driving it. Well, three, you can see plus. it's his right leg, and you can see how much smaller it yes. is. And he limps still, yeah. but he is bombing it. Like he's hitting it really well. And he hits it past Justin Thomas. And as they're walking up to their ball, he's like 50 yards ahead of Justin Thomas. And as they're walking up to the ball, he hands him, some, he hands him something. Yeah. Now, Tiger did not want this to be seen by the public, but. Something Everything to, Tiger it, does, as the, Colt Nose was pointing out on the broadcast, he's like, dude, I've never seen anything like this. The attention that Tiger gets yeah. when he's out there is unlike anything even Colt Nose has ever seen. He played on the tour. So, of course, a camera, somebody zabruders the film, and they zoom in at a still shot of their hands exchanging something. And it looks like he's, like, handing him a five spot or something. Sure. He's no. handing him a tampon. Ah! <laughs> and you can see the word Tampax. Yes. So Tiger had this planned, and he had it in his pocket, and he hands it to Thomas, and they had a laugh about it. But now Tiger has had to issue an apology because that <laughs> is sexist. Yes, because he's insinuating that girls hit it uh, not as far as men, which they do, but... Well, yeah. he said it was supposed to be all fun, mm -hmm. And obviously, it hasn't turned out that way. So if I offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just friends having fun. You haven't you haven't seen that where when when someone like leaves a putt short, I've had that where someone will throw a tampon at, like at your ball. Like, like who has a tampon on them? I've I've played with people that will that have had this where I've seen with with a group of guys and someone is putting and they leave it a foot short. And the guy will, uh, another player that he's with will be like, let me mark that for you. And he throws down the tampon because you left the, the putt short. I have, I've seen. So who did that? I, uh, a guy that I know. That was like one of his. That's one of his bits. It's one of his bits. See, these are bad bits. And he doesn't do, I've never, he doesn't do it with the drive. He does it. If you leave a putt short and the first time you're like, oh my God. But like the fifth time you see it, you're like, man, you got to come up Dude, with, you got to come up with some new, new material. Yeah. See, I had, a, I had a buddy who, as soon as we saw this, like, bunch of guys had a laugh over and a friend of mine goes putting a couple in my bag right now see like they, they really like, they yeah. like the bit yeah. people are running with it <laughs> this is going to be all tam tampons are gonna be all over oh golf, God. golf courses the next month tampax so. has to be really happy <laughs> even though it's a sort of a negative story all of a sudden a bunch they're of like yes all of a sudden dudes are going out they're like why are tampon sales <laughs> through the roof they're flying off the shelves men are Greens going keepers are wondering like why they're everywhere in sand traps and in holes <laughs> yeah. and stuff you know there's so many golf nerds that are oh. like this is the greatest thing ever i love tiger i yeah. just can't wait to unleash it on their best buddy the next time they but do again it's know. that's what we're talking about it's come on you, got, you gotta be more clever it's not, like yeah. it's not a good bit it's no, not it's, a good it's, joke it's not tiger needs to wake up especially come on dude you're tiger freaking woods you've been dragged through the mud for 20 years because of your own actions and you like i don't know it's he's I, an idiot i still the fact that he had to <laughs> apologize for that and, and, well he probably didn't have to but he's offended but the fact that he thought no one was going to see it and wouldn't make a right. big deal out of it if they did. I mean, this was an obvious no-no yeah. from... I mean, I'm not saying that I have a problem with it, but, I, but the idea that no one was going to see and no one was going ra exactly. like, to raise an issue is preposterous. Dude, of I course they were going to see and raise an issue. I don't have a problem with it either. It's just a dumb joke. It's just, it's just 
it's just like any comedian, right? When you're up there on stage and you're telling jokes about things that some could be offended by, it's not a, all. It's, it's a joke. You well, that's right. First of all, but second, it it needs to be funny. Like if it's not funny, people are like, "This is you're a jerk. This is stupid." And that's what this is. Like that is not. That's not even funny to like. Justin Thomas probably laughed because it's Tiger Woods, and so you kind of have to. Yeah. But otherwise, it, I guarantee you, in Justin Thomas's head, he's like, "Oh my God, you're a douche." <laughs> Like, really? It's just so... You had that on you? Like, he planned that. Yes. It's just a bad bit. He, he Tiger's such a dork. <laughs> well, he's an old... I dork. love Tiger, but my God. <laughs> Come on, man. I think you're saying that about probably 90% of the tour. Get better. Get better. Somewhere John Be Daly... Better. John Daly is shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, even he... Like, is he cool? Or is he a... I don't know. I, I'm... I feel... I just feel sorry for him. <laughs> Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to what. go through life unless you're John Daly. I got one for you. I'll tell you this. Okay, so that Netflix, we got to move on to Joey. He's coming up next. But that Netflix documentary series is out Full called Swing. Full Swing. And it's on the PGA Tour. It's the same people that did the F1 series, which is really good. Full Swing starts slow. Episodes four through eight are excellent. Episode four is about a guy by the name of Joel Damon, who many of you don't know, but he's a PGA Tour professional. Now, there's a guy, him and Max Homa. When you watch that, watch episode four and watch Joel Damon and his relationship with his caddy and tell me that guy's not awesome. You'll you'll end up liking him. I think you great will. Great personality. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's a good personality. He's funny. He's self-deprecating. Yeah. Max Homa is like that, too. But unfortunately, the top guys are all robotic dorks. <laughs> well, like Tiger. There's probably a reason why they're the top guys. Exactly. Robotic and dorky leads to yeah. great, consistent swings. <clears throat> all right. Um, Joe Harrington joins us next. It is the the officially uh, the um, it's officially kickoff season two. Story time. Uh, Story time. Yeah. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Now, now, from the Fan Sports Desk, a Sports Center update on 1080 The Fan. Brought to you by Big's Chicken. Try their smoked and fried wings tossed with a perfect dry rub and served with a killer trio of sauces online at bigschicken.com. First on the fan, breaking news in the NFL this afternoon. 
reports indicate the Washington Commanders will hire Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy for the same role with their franchise, although in this case Bieniemy will have full control of the offense and will call all the plays, which he did not do in Kansas City. Bieniemy has interviewed for 16 different head coaching positions without being hired. On the quarterback carousel, reports indicate that former Raiders QB Derek Carr will be meeting with the New York Jets in free agency. Carr was released by Las Vegas after he refused to waive his no-trade clause. NBA All-Star Weekend coming your way from Salt Lake City. Damian Lillard going to be in the uh, Saturday night three-point contest, as well as the All-Star Game on Sunday night. And a live look at the leaderboard down at the Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods sitting right on the cut line at one over par. Currently, Max Homa has the lead in the tournament at 11 under. He threw 17 holes, has one more to play today, has a two-stroke lead right now on Keith Mitchell and John Rahm as well as Lee Hodges, who are all nine under for the tournament. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Ryan Buckley from the 1080 Fan Sports Desk, Portland Sports Leader. Do it every morning. Dirt and spray. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. It's time for Who's Leading the Charge? A look under the hood at the coaches, players, and teams getting it done. Brought to you by Battery Exchange. Growing up, um, I was a huge, like, Farley, uh, Farrell, Fallon um, kind of guy growing up. And, um, yeah, I used to watch Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live with my mother. And um, it's, a, it's an absolute honor and a, and a privilege to be uh, hosting SNL March 4th. Yeah, so uh, Travis Kelsey... <laughs> Announcing on the Jimmy Fallon show, he's going to host SNL. You jabroni! I'm not certain that that's going to go well, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to tune in for it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I've watched SNL for a long time. They've got it. Both I'm a huge those, SNL guy. Yeah. I could see him being good on there. Both of those brothers have the personality to pull it off, and I'll bet you Jason makes an appearance. They should put Tiger on there. I hope Jason does. <laughs> Who would birdie, not be birdie. good on there, Tiger Woods. Battery exchange over 14 area locations, free electrical system checks, battery exchange with an X.com. Paid for by Square Kilometer. Attention U.S. business owners. If you have five or more W-2 employees, you may be entitled to a tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. SelectRefund.com helped Ron Barry of Barry Construction with 23 employees, and they received a refund of over $375,000. To check your company's eligibility to receive this government-approved program of up to $26,000 per employee, visit SelectRefund.com now. We have already secured millions of dollars for businesses just like yours. At SelectRefund.com, you will find out with no cost up front how much money your company can receive. Even if you got PPP money, you can still qualify. This is a payroll tax refund program approved by the United States Treasury Department for any business who kept employees on payroll during the pandemic. Best of all, these funds do not have to be paid back. Do not miss this opportunity to claim up to $26,000 per employee. Visit SelectRefund.com. SelectRefund.com. That's SelectRefund.com. Hello there. My name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> Hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials.
O'Reilly Auto Parts provides more than just the right parts for your repair. Our professional parts people can also offer free check engine light diagnosis. We can scan your vehicle and provide a list of possible fixes. Find the right parts for you or recommend a great local repair shop. Don't ignore your check engine light. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. Because when you feel empowered, you're more ready for life's challenges. BetterHelp is a great therapy option. It's flexible, affordable, entirely online, and it matches you with a licensed therapist. Let therapy help empower you. Visit BetterHelp.com try it to get 10% off your first month. That's better. H-E-L-P.com slash try it. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Well, this begins the Friday transition from Football Friday, Jason, to Story Time with Joey. Speak for yourself. XFL. This weekend, Catch the Fever. Oh, yeah. Seattle Sea Dragons? I think. Yeah, Did I you say know. speed dragons or sea dragons? Sea dragons. I believe that I. it's the sea something. It's like the sea. I think it's sea dragons, but I'm not certain. The sea urchins? The <laughs> sea you, urchins. There you go. And I think Mike Riley may be up there, too. No. Yeah, I think. I got to look it up. He's involved in one of those crappy spring leagues, and uh, I, it's up in Seattle. I'm just not sure which one because the after you get done with the uh, – which one's this? This is the XFL. And the USFL that is starts, April. Yeah, it starts like in April. Because they told us about that at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're both going to They be, were like, hey, football's not over. Yeah, are you done? Are you done with good football? Do you want crappy football? Because we got That's like six I was months say, do, Yeah, do you follow minor league baseball? <laughs> yeah. Do you follow, follow the... Baseball? The, the well yeah that's different but do you follow like the NBA is it, it's, it's not the D League anymore G League uh, League it's the Gatorade the League it's my favorite league right. I follow we, the European yeah, tour exactly like why I I mean I get if you're like football starved but I I don't know I, I just I see no no reason to watch either of those no none whatsoever no. everything about it feels gimmicky yeah. everything from it's all the, about money from the uniforms to the names to the rock being at the the, the front of it it just it just seems hokey that, and they're not going to make money because no one will watch no everyone's just trying to bleed out enough until they they can do some sort of merger like they, they just want the nfl to somehow partner with them i mean that's the whole end game here is just stringing along hey if you could you go play in the xfl right now would you be better than all the quarterbacks there me yeah well, not Zook. <laughs> well, I don't, I've seen him throw. Probably it's, healthier than I am. It's not um, No, absolutely, absolutely not. Not, not a no? chance. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I literally have not thrown a football. I was, <clears throat> God, where was I? Where I threw a football, and it was recently for the first time in, let's say, a decade. 
and they were they were you know running like a pretend pattern i was like what are you doing like you're 25 yards away from me i can't get it that far <laughs> like I I, I I it just goes away i mean when, well first mm. you become old and you break down but if you're not doing it every day um you know there's no way right. by the way i looked it up i i owe a, a mike riley an apology <laughs> he's with the us so mike riley was the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator for the seattle dragons but he is now, that's different than the Seattle Sea Dragons of the XFL. He's now the head coach of the New Jersey Generals of the USFL. Right. I kind of feel bad for him. But. So wait, the first team was the, was an XFL team? Uh, the first XFL? I think, I think that one. I or think I mean this, the second F- XFL? I think the Seattle Dragons. What are we talking about? Why are we wasting our time talking about this? <laughs> Like I was, I was literally just like trancing out there, th- thinking like, "What in the world am I doing right now?" Like this, those are like ninety seconds of my life. I won't get back. The Seattle Dragons were part of the American football, that, and yet that, he that, continues that AFFL thing. Well, oh. we need to know what Mike Riley's up to, and I now do. we do. I needed closure there. Now You're right. we do. Hey, uh, Mike Riley's just a wonderful, wonderful person, and we can just leave it at that. You know, no matter where he <laughs> is, he will be a wonderful person, like and that. he will be happy. I like you know, that. so good for him. When you played, did you play against Mike Riley, or was he? Were those the years he was maybe gone? Cause oh you, no, we, we we started with with Mike Riley and then transitioned to Dennis. Yeah, okay. Uh, so my sophomore year, I believe Mike was still the head coach, and then we got Dennis my junior year. I could be wrong, but I know we definitely played against Mike. All right. Well, enough about him. <laughs> she said a stupid league anyway. Spend an entire segment talking I love about him, the, the greatness of his He hijacked this segment. God. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mike. Jeez. I the saw, nicest guy in the world. So talking, talking ducks. Apparently, Heck yeah. Apparently, that's a thing. Yes. It's on root now, right? Yep. We bring, we're a decade strong now, dude. We're uh, we are a fixture of the Oregon duck. Television, yeah, vernacular. And when Comcast Sportsnet Northwest went away, you guys jumped over to Root right away, right? We did. Okay. Uh, yes. Well, not right away. We had a year. This is our first year on Root. We had a year of uh, independent distribution. Oh. Day and age of media um, anonymity, ambiguity. I don't know what the world am right. I saying. We we had a year. Where we were trying to figure out where to go, and then we went. It's so, only I think it's like one of the maybe two shows that survived. What's Everything, another one? Uh I think one of the uh I think the Beaver one too, I think may still Talking be a, I think that may still be a thing. But, but all everything no, it else is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, everything else. I used kinda, to produce that show. Yeah, everything else died on that. Oh yeah. But the Talking Ducks and Talking Beeves remain. Well, that's good. I like it. I mean, that's that's good. People, you know, being the Ducks radio flagship, Ducks talk works year round. I mean, I don't think it used to maybe as much. You know, like well, people it's certainly become a bigger brand. I well, mean. that's what I mean. That now it's like with recruiting and then spring ball. It's like it's there's always something. And I saw that you sat down. It was like a handsome off on Talking Ducks. <laughs> Joey Harrington <laughs> sat down with get this. Okay, so he's got Jordan Ken on there because he's always on there, right? And then well, he's my he's my co-host and, co- and yeah. you know the we, we co-own the show. Yes. And luckily they kicked the ugly one, Aaron Fentress, off for this get segment. Him out of there. And they they added Marcus Mariota and Bo Nix. It's like a beauty contest. Ridiculous. Power rank the handsome. <laughs> well, Jordan Kent's one. Wow. Jordan Kent is a like he's yeah he's uncomfortably handsome. 
I worked with him for years, and it always pissed me off that we had to sit side by side. Because it may look, I'm not a handsome man, but when I sit next to him, I really look like a pile of garbage. <laughs> Come on, Jordan. Um, how was, how uh, so is there a question? Is yes. there a question in there? I'm trying to get to it. Sue like, won't yeah, shut up. Well, I thought we what were a talking, waste of a segment this is. I thought we were talking <laughs> sea dragons. Hey, When's we, that show coming on route? We've wasted worse. Um, <laughs> now, wait. How was, how was your bone? Did you learn anything from talking to Bonex? And did you and Marcus Mariota bond over your hatred of the Dirty Birds? There, there are the two questions right there. Ooh, okay. Um, I'll answer the second one first. I don't hate the Dirty Birds. I actually, um, I, I like, um, I love the city. I like the team. Um, Justin Peel is a coach there. So, no, we did not bond over hatred of the Dirty Birds. Um, you know, we just stuck to bonding over, you know, our okay. love of Oregon, right? Okay. Um, what did I learn about Bo? Um, and maybe this was just kind of how I was as well at that age, but, um, it really seemed serious, which, which is great, right? I mean, there was this, um, and almost kind of an intensity around, around him, which kind of caught me off guard. I expected him to be a little bit, um, I'm trying to think of the word that, um, more college looser. Well, just, just more relaxed and more, but you know, I also then had to kind of put myself in that position. Like he is, you know, he's moved across the country, just, you know, barely a year here and, you know, all this success. And now all of a sudden thrown in a room with, you know, how many alums and, you know, 400 duck fans. And he's, I remember having to be on for those events and for interviews and for, you know, for those of us who, who have already graduated and they're done that it was, you know, a reunion almost, right. You know, you got to see Marcus and got to see, um, you know, all the, all the guys, you know, Tyrell Crosby and, and got to see, you know, Heronis and, and all the guys that you hadn't seen in forever, but both still in it. Right. And he's still, he still has, he still has that player mentality, um, which was great. And there was not that I'd expect anything different, but when asked the question about why he stayed, you know, I expected his answer to be more, um, you know, he spoke, in, in previous interviews, he spoke about, you know, how he and his, his wife had been accepted in Eugene and, and how much, you know, they'd been, you know, welcomed by the community. Um, his answer was very cut and dry, which was, we've got unfinished business, which I like to hear. Like, it was very much a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm here to do my job. You know, I have like this surgical um, fixation on why I am staying here for a sixth year in college. And, and frankly, that's, that's, that's exactly what you want if, if, of your quarterback coming into, uh, coming into a season like this. So I was really surprised by his um, seriousness, which – was a pleasant surprise. I think that intensity is what keeps his hair standing up. He needs it. Like he, probably he looks like an eighties like villain, like in a like in a movie. Like he would bully someone. No, he looks like Val Kilmer. <laughs> and what is he looks what like is Val, Val Kilmer from Top Gun? <laughs> what 
That is ex- that is the <laughs> definition of an eighties bully. Is Val Kilmer in Top Gun? You said you said a villain. Val Kilmer is not a villain. Val Kilmer was Val. kind of the villain in that. He if Top Ma- Gun, yeah. In Top Gun, Maverick was the protagonist, and uh, you had to have but some. Have you not seen the new Top Gun? That's They're true. Friends. That's true. That's true. Well, Bone, I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm just saying. When you have a haircut like that, you've got an intensity. Like, laid-back people don't have haircuts like that. Haircuts like that are reserved for quarterbacks, cops, and principals. That's a very serious, that's a very serious haircut. And he married a woman named Izzy Smoke. Yeah, he's he's going to grow up to be a coach and yell at some people. Wait, that's true? <laughs> that's true. That's what his name is. Izzy, Izzy Smoke. Smoke? Yeah. Izzy Smoke. Oh, my God, I love this guy. Yeah. Now, wait, Go you, were, you were kind of intense like that, though, weren't you? Weren't you like that? I, well, I was. I was serious. Yeah. I mean, I didn't quite know how to interact with. Yeah, but that's good. With the media, I didn't know how to let my guard down. Right. That. That's the. And that's what allows people to, like, into your world and allows them to like build that emotional connection with you. But at that at that age, you know, in college, it's you, you haven't had the experience. Like, Honestly, like I had to get drugged through the media, and I had to get kicked in the you know, so I get kicked in the teeth before I realized like, oh, they they just kind of want to see me. They just want like the normal me, not like you know, robotic answers. And so, you know, that that's still kind of how most college yeah. players are. Well, I mean, but if I'm a fan, I don't want Johnny Menzel as my quarterback. You know, I'd <laughs> rather have you yeah. and Bo Nix. Like, I did you talk to him about that off air or anything? Like, you say, hey, you know, look, relax, little dude. No, not at all. Right. No, he's. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not screwing with the with the, the good yeah. thing that he's got going. He, you know, whatever he had coming into here was, you know, to be able to literally step off the plane, win over the locker room, win over, you know, the coaching staff, win that job, and take the team on the run that they did. Like, I, I am messing with that. That yeah. he's he's got it covered. Do you have any insight on the new OC and what what may be different under him? I don't. I, I got to meet him a little bit. Um, okay. Seemed like a really nice guy, but um, you know, we didn't talk X's and O's at all. Yeah. We'll get into that probably closer to spring ball. And then last on Mariota, did you? I mean, do you know what's going on with him? Is he going to be back next year, or what? What's what's his story? I don't know, to be honest. We talked more about um, you know how his new baby was sleeping, and you yeah. know how he's getting along as a dad. Um, you know. <sighs> Honestly, if I had to guess, I'm, I'm going to guess that he's not going to be in Atlanta anymore. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. that's just kind of the the way of the the way of the league. Yeah, um, I'm sure I'm sure he will end up somewhere. Um, but this is, you know, I, I remember this point of of my career where it was like you were a starter, and then you were given another opportunity, and that opportunity <laughs> didn't work out, and then you're kind of at the mercy of of who's left, right? You know, all the other, you know, free agents will sign and then somebody will come around and say, all right, we need somebody to fill this role. And, and, and that's where, that's where he's going to fit in. I mean, he's, he's not going to be a starter next year. I mean, that's, that's a pretty obvious statement. Um, and I know that there was some, some controversy around how he um, ended the season. So, um, you know, it's, it's just going to kind of be one of those wait and see, let the water flow under the bridge for a little while. And then, you know, just kind of get back into it. All right. Uh, more story time with Joey Harrington coming up next, all courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Um, do we, do we, so I missed all the Super Bowl talk. What a great Super Bowl. And I missed it all because I was sick, but 
Uh, do we have any uh, bows to tie with the Super Bowl with you? Do you have any hot Super Bowl takes? Bows to tie with the Super Bowl? We didn't... I, oh, that's why you were gone last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this week. You were, uh, so I missed yeah. all of the cool talk about Chiefs-Eagles. I don't know what anyone said about anything, including you. Yeah, I didn't really have anything cool to say, did I, Sue? I'm trying to well, think. No, this is the this first show the, yeah, since we, the Super Bowl. Yeah, we haven't talked since the Super Bowl. That's we talked before asking. the Super Bowl, but no, we never caught up on the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, we'll do that next, okay? All right. All right. Cool. All right. All right. More with uh, Joey next on The Fan. All right. Back with Joey Harrington uh, putting a bow on the Super Bowl. Great Super Bowl. Uh, let me ask you this. I'm going to hit you out of left field with one from that. Ready to go. I didn't get any of the Super Bowl chatter. I'm sure you guys covered it all these last four days here on the show, but how... Uh, is there a w- better way to define a catch? Wait, what? Is there a better way to define a catch than w- than what it currently exists Correct. in the in the NFL? Correct. I'm trying to think. Whoa. Several are things. You All right. about, are you talking about well, the Goddard one? Are you talking about three the fumble that was? There's three of them. There's the Goddard one. There was okay. the Devontae Smith one on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And then I the one I is interesting to me is when I watched Devontae football, Smith on the sideline, wasn't that in the AFC Championship? Well, there were two of them. There was one against the, the Niners. Uh, the, and, NFC, the NFC Championship? Or the, the, isn't the one against the Niners? What am I forgetting? There were two. There was one against the Niners okay. in the first series, yeah. and then there was one in the second half against the Chiefs yeah, in the they, Super Bowl. Yeah, and they were saying, boy, this looks very similar to the... And that one got upheld, which I thought was weird because it looked like the ball hit the ground. Yeah. So the, let's go to this one. The the There was a play where it was just a little swing pass out to the flat. Um, it was the scoop and, the second Would have scoop, been the second and score scoop and score by the linebacker for the Chiefs. Guy catches the ball, gets drilled, fumbles, scoop and score. They rule it a fumble on the field, but they come back and say it wasn't a catch because he didn't make that third move. To me, as a, I'm just saying as a fan, when I watch football, that looks like a catch. He catches the ball and he makes a move. Is there a better way to define a catcher? It sounds like maybe you don't think this is a problem. I, I, I'm just over it, to be perfectly honest, because I lost, I lost all knowledge of what was a catch and what wasn't a catch years ago. Like, yeah, so it's confusing. I, I, truly, I, I truly don't. After Des Bryant was given a not catch, or no, was it Des Bryant or was it, yes, it was Des um, Bryant. Uh, Calvin? No, it was Des, Des Bryant. Bryant. It was also the Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson one. had it where he put where he caught it, and then as he was going down, he put the ball on the ground, and they so well. Yeah. The big one was Des against Green Bay. That was because the, the Cowboys right. probably win that game. Yep, and that one was right. and he caught that ball. If oh I, yeah, of course he did. If I remember, correctly. of course he did. Yeah, so like, I don't. I, I, it's just so hard. I don't know. It's annoying because, like, to me, it's just you know a catch when you see it. But, of course, you have to define it by the letter of the law, and then they go through and talk about third moves and all this crap. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I, that, that one was completely out of left field, and um, I really have nothing of interest to add to that. I don't have any cool anecdotes about when I caught a ball or didn't catch a ball or somebody did or didn't. And honestly, like I, that's one of those... I just, I'm, I'm just tired of it. I, I, I don't waste my, I don't waste my energy on things that I have no control over anymore. That's one, another thing I've learned as I've gotten old. Yeah, it's, it's weird though to see someone catch a ball, put two feet down, turn, get hit, and then have it be ruled incomplete. But that's the way the NFL has 
the way the NFL has set it up. So I'm kind of with you on that. It's it's all confusing, but you know this is it's it's. It is just the nature of the beast now in the NFL. I feel like as we move on, they take every little rule and they pick everything apart. It's like they're going to outlaw the push rule, sounds like. They're going to outlaw the, the, I guess, the the backslide tackle. Like, just every little thing they go through with a fine-tooth comb until the rule book is the size of an encyclopedia. Well, yeah, what they do, and it's all reactionary too, right? I yeah. thought they were talking about outlawing, uh, because the horse collar tackles yeah. are because of Roy Williams from the Cowboys when she uh, hurt uh, T.O. Yeah. Right, and that's how Roy would, you know, he and I were in the same draft class. But like, and then what was the next one? Who uh, Tony Pollard broke his broke his ankle? Yep, correct. And then Mahomes got and hurt. So, and then they were talking about out, out, outlawing tackles where you fall on. Like, like let's. I I don't know. I I understand the idea of wanting to get player safety. Get it. And wanting to get all the calls correct. I get it. But we've gotten to a point where, like you said, Rob, it's like I know a catch when I see it. Like it was either a catch or it wasn't a catch. Like. I, I don't know. I, I that's why I quit. That's why I stopped playing. I just got really confused. I love you. You know what's you know what's also who's also really confused? Well, not really confused, but um, my youngest son Emmett. We we're driving home from basketball practice the other night, and he says, "You know, Dad, I saw uh, I saw a commercial today with Patrick Mahomes, and he went to Disneyland." I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." Like, he's like, "How did that happen?" I was like, "Well, you know, after the game, he was the NFL MVP, and the NFL MVP always goes to Disneyland." And well, what do they do there? Well, they have a parade. Oh man, that's really cool. And he paused and he looked and he said to me, "Did you ever get to go to Disneyland?" <laughs> oh no. And, and I said, "Well, no, buddy. I was never the NFL MVP, or I was never the Super Bowl MVP." And he said, "Oh, why not?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, first of all, because I never played in the Super Bowl, and second of all, because I wasn't good enough." So you know, he was uh, he, he hadn't quite figured that one out. There's confusion they see there was the transition was confusion like why wasn't why weren't you ever the super bowl mvp well let me tell you a story son <laughs> do you ever wonder why yeah it's like you think your kids know a lot of stuff and then they totally expose that they really know nothing do, does that happen with you in your career like hey dad did you uh oh wait you were a quarterback you know things oh, like that wait. they they love to attach on and to because part of it is like honestly like when they were younger like kids telling them like oh my god your dad played in the nfl oh, really right dad you played in the nfl yeah I, I did oh my gosh huh okay can we read a book now right and so like it, it it's not them that's generating the conversation to begin with it's like the friends or they see something on on tv and so what you assume, or I should say what I assume to be, you know, just kind of common knowledge, they're not really concerned about because, like, I'm just dad, right? They don't they don't care the details of, of what happened in the same way that, you know, people who would follow my career would know the details. They they just know me as that dude who makes dinner and, and you know, takes me to school and coaches my basketball team. So, um yeah, it is kind of funny. Some of the realizations, like, right. 
oh, you you did that? <laughs> they like, piece it together yeah. over time. Like you think that they know uh-huh. everything, but they over time they're like, oh, oh wait, the lions really yeah. suck. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't your fault. <laughs> Things like that. We haven't gotten there. That's yeah, more, I was going to say that's, that's more probably adolescent. That, right. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> once we hit puberty and then we you know start doing all that stuff, then we go to the lines. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to have a foundation before you get there. Yeah. Walk before you, or I say, crawl before you walk. Exactly. All right, exactly. fine, sir. Well, that's it. We wasted a lot of time this week. Yeah, we. This was we. We got to get some like. We got to get some real stories. Like going this year, okay. I was I was actually right. kind of surprised that you didn't start throwing some golf stuff at me with everything going at Riviera here. The Riv. Well, I you text know. you about it. I I don't want to waste the listeners' time too much with golf, but dude, I could talk to you about golf all day. You know, they're they're playing the Riv the Riv right now, Riviera. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Oh, I know. Tigers out there. It's all exciting, and uh, yeah. this is one of the courses designed by the same guy who uh, uh, the other courses were they're hosting the U.S. Open, the L.A. Country Club. Where Joey played oh, yeah. a couple weeks. Remember, he told uh, yeah. told us this. Yeah. He played there, which is I did play there, it's like and the it was Mecca. pretty spectacular. Uh, and I felt very lucky to do so. But how, you know, had we talked about Riviera, like and Tiger playing there, we could have gone to the. I, I immediately jumped to the story where you know I met Tiger before you know we played in the group behind him at um, what's the golf club in in. Um, out to Orlando where he used to live and he said that he tore his ACL on a jog around the around the bike path when in reality he was like doing some secret Navy Navy SEAL type oh, stuff. So yeah. We could go like, you know, we, we could go all sorts well, of directions. I'm putting that in my notes. limit ourselves. Good luck, football, good okay? luck getting that in when I'm asking you about the Battle Hawks versus the Brahmas. I want a breakdown. <laughs> I want a breakdown of that. Are you kidding me? The Sea Dragons are taking on the Defenders. I need some analysis next week of what happened week one in the XFL. Good luck getting golf in between that. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm 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 done. Wait, I'm did leaving. Tiger know who you were? This was so. Uh, yeah, at that time, yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. so you were I right. Still, behind. I was still a starter in the NFL. Yeah. Okay, so he's like, "Hey, Joey, it's me, Tiger." It was. I was playing with Ryan Longwell. Uh, yeah. Former or not former Oregonian, but He's a uh, stick. an Oregonian, yeah. And he and Tiger lived in that same um, oh. neighborhood there, and we were just going off. You happened to be on the tee in the group right in front of us, and we just kind of chatted for a few minutes, and you know, talked injuries. And he saw the scar on my arm. He's like, "Oh, what'd you do? Would you, you know, you, uh, you know, tear your bicep tendon?" I was like, "No, it's actually much less cool." But this is right as he was rehabbing from his his big knee. Uh, big knee surgery, so you know, told a little fib, but I think he was telling everybody a little. So fib. this is before all the Elon stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. this would have been oh seven. Wow, height of yeah, he's knee deep. Perkins. He's knee deep, in, he's knee deep in Perkins. So wait, okay, so who is who is he playing with? You know, you're wasting who all of this. <laughs> We're not wasting anything. I'm getting to the bottom of this. Who was Tiger playing with? <laughs> No, he just plans with some kid from the neighborhood. Like he's literally just—I I, I think he was still rehabbing from, yeah. uh, just getting ready to come back. Uh, this would have been like winter time, maybe in between oh seven oh eight. Can you imagine that being just some kid in the neighborhood and he's like, "I'm okay, gonna go tee First that. off, there's no some kid in that neighborhood. All right, his dad was probably the CEO of AT and T, and you know. His mom was some sort but of But again, hyper. the kid didn't. But yeah. The kid doesn't. Kid's care. not famous. He just He's just a kid. He's just teeing yeah. it up. It's like, oh, that's Tiger. You only happens to be like 
the greatest of all time and in his prime. All I'm saying is that kid, has been, that kid, I'm sure was exposed to plenty of celebrity living in one of those neighborhoods. It's just that's a different. Yeah, he was probably disappointed to play with Tiger. He's like Tiger. Oh god, this guy. This guy is such a oh, god. Who's this guy? <laughs> so boring, <laughs> hobbling around. All right, Joey. We'll talk to you next week. We'll tee you up right there for the for the big Tiger talk next week. Okay. Well, no, that, that's all. I oh, got. that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah. See, this frees us up for the Battle Hawks. Let's go. <laughs> Have you met Rory? <laughs> Rory. Uh, no, I haven't. I Second haven't. greatest golfer you've ever met. Ooh, three-time major champion, Padraig Harrington. I knew where he was going with that. And the entire 2004 Ryder Cup yeah. European. Now, that's a great story. We might have to revisit that story next week. I mean, not to repeat, yeah. but that's a good one. Yeah, we just right. gotta, we just got to dig a little bit, right? We can't just be satisfied with minor league football. We got to dig a little bit. It's story time. Let's have some fun. Let's all talk right? golf. Okay, all right. We're motivated. I get it. I get it. God. You want more from us? Yeah. We'll we'll bring it. What about vipers? And, what about vipers and guardians? I mean, I got a lot of questions God. here. I'm seriously leaving now because I don't okay. want to hear any more about Please Vipers and Guardians. hang up, for the love of God. Joey Harrington, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Joey Harrington brought to you by Mike. Future of Building is here. The club is next. Uh, we're going to lose Bruce Willis on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.